Welcome back to Muggle with a Mic. I'm Jen, Katie's sister, and she was so generous in allowing me to open up today's podcast with you. So welcome to Muggle with a Mic. Katie, thank you for having me on again. It's a pleasure, Jen. We we haven't released an episode in quite a while, so I'm very happy that you're here with me. And I'm very happy about the topic we'll be discussing. I'm so excited. And the reason why Katie asked me to be on is because we're going to talk about 80s movies. I'm a child of the 80s. I ooze 80s. I love everything about the 80s. And the ooze that I, that the smell of the ooze is hairspray. (laughs) (laughs) Aquanet specifically. (laughs) Yes. No, thank you very much, Katie. I'm going to, this is going to be fun and, um, I love talking about the 80s and reminiscing. So I think Katie's going to share some movie news, and then we're going to go into some 80s chat. 80s chat? Yeah. I'll play some 80s background music during that. Oh, please. We'll find some. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, But let's do some movie news, Jim. All right. So finally, we're in almost mid-June, and theaters are starting to open, movie theaters. Yeah. One of the main movies that was really promoted to be one of the first movies opening is A Quiet Place. Okay. Did, did you ever see the first one? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to offer an explanation, but it's the answer is no. I will tell you, you are you are a big 80s movie person, but you're yeah. not a real big today movie person. And you know, I, maybe it's because I'm a mom and I have a toddler and I just don't have a lot of time to get out and about. Maybe, maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I mean... You and our other sister and dad are like super into movies. You could like have your own blockbuster and, you know, offer some suggestions on what movies would be great. One of the last three blockbusters. I'm still watching the same six movies over and over again. So (laughs) it's true. It is. It is true. That's why you know every line of them. I do. Um, But no, A Quiet Place is pretty good. The first one was really good. John Krasinski, you know. Oh, yes. Jim Halpert wrote it, directed it, starred in it. Interesting. Yeah. Um. And are you a big fan of, like, horror movies? Uh, No. I am not either. But he made a point to to say that this is not so much a horror movie as it is a family movie, meaning that it tells the story of... He wrote it for his kids about how much he loves his kids. So when you watch the movie, you see how that's possible for him to be a a story about a family with a background horror. Yeah, um, those two... Words don't go hand in hand with me, but I, okay. Sounds like an interesting movie. If if you were, if anybody were to want to like get into watching horror, that's a good one. If you don't really like them. (laughs) You want to ease your way (laughs) into the gore. Watch this movie. No, it's, it's pretty good. I don't like horror movies. I don't like all those Saw movies. No, I, yeah, I'm not into that. So I feel like when someone says horror movie, they're turned off by it, but this is, it's a very good movie. But anyway. The second one came out. They didn't intend to make a second one, but hmm, here, okay. here we Maybe are. Maybe I'll watch it. You've intrigued me. There you go. That's the whole point. <laughs> it's, I will say, there's not a lot of dialogue in the movie. Like hardly Screaming? Any. Not even that. <laughs> oh my, okay. It's a quiet place. It's a quiet movie, quiet place. I'll just, Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A lot of people have seen it. You're the one person who has it. I'm the one person in the whole universe <laughs> who has not seen it. So it, it um, is actually... In theaters now, but it's hitting streaming July 12th on Paramount+. Plus. And then I read an article where it was going on DVD as soon as July 27th, but I'm not sure how oh my. accurate that is. You know, may I just interject here? I remember talking about 80s movies when a movie would come out and like you would not see it on VHS. Yes, I said VHS for like a year. Mm-hmm. Now it's like weeks, months. And we wonder why society is so impatient now. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. No, okay. like Phil mentioned Star Wars. He had to wait years for it to get on VHS. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So um, Raya and the Last Dragon, I watched that on Disney+. Plus. It's amazing. Yes, I've heard about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cruella came out on Disney+, Plus, but it's also in theaters now, too. I have, I, I at least know of these movies. <laughs> yes. Because you watch, you watch kids' channels. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm seeing people, like, posting them through social media and stuff like yeah. that, so. Yeah. I'm not that out of it and then the other big thing is black widow is going to hit streaming in theaters july 9th so that's exciting and you okay. can you can get it on disney plus you know 29.99 oh extra. sure yeah but um 
yeah, so that that's been waiting since before the pandemic I to know, come it's out. Crazy. Well, here's a movie. That, I'm sorry, this just really kind of goes into the flow of the '80s. But I'm waiting for Top Gun. <laughs> like, I will go see that. But that was supposed to be out, I believe, mm-hmm. the summer after the pandemic hit. Yeah. So they've just delayed that. So yeah. I'm excited for that movie. But you know, again, maybe this will teach kids these days. Yes, I'm saying kids these days. <laughs> when I was your age, <laughs> we had to wait a year. <laughs> No, I just shared something on Facebook. It's this tuner for a guitar that you just put it on the guitar and it tunes it. You don't have to tune it. Oh. And I said, in my day, we used to have to walk two miles in the snow to tune our instruments. Yes. You need to learn to tune your own instrument. You do. So you can, yeah, Mm -hmm. be one with your instrument. Yeah. And you you get a good ear. Anyway, so um, the other thing is... Falcon and the and the Winter Soldier was released on Disney Plus, but you have no idea what that is. Yeah, not a clue. <laughs> I watched it, <laughs> and then also Loki just came out. Do you have any idea who Loki is? Is this a cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I ask is my son got a toy and a Happy Meal, and I don't know what the movie is or the character is. So, <laughs> just taking a guess. No, it's not a cartoon. It's it's he's in the Avengers, but he's he started off as he's a very complicated character. He's not an Avenger. <laughs> that was such an honest question. Okay. No, he he is the brother of Thor. All right. Half brother of Thor. Okay. Adopted brother of Thor. Hmm. He's of no relation to the Thor. Yes, you are my lifeline if I ever have these questions. If I'm on like a game show and I need a lifeline about this stuff I'm well i hope I'll, I'll know it i know some but not all but anyway so those are two big shows um for marvel and then jen falling back to our previous episode that you were on when lisa mankin came and we talked about broadway broadway will will be back yes in isn't September. that exciting oh I, yeah i know the traveling broadway i believe too is starting back up so yeah. that's that's very exciting and just to promote our next episode i will ha- be having another friend on and we'll be discussing the movie In the Heights, which is now playing on HBO Max, and it's in theaters. Uh, yeah, I speechless because place. I just feel like I've missed out on so much. Because <laughs> I've been watching Nick Jr. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> speaking of which, that little viewer who watches Nick Jr. is in the house running around, so you may hear him from time to time. He, yes, he's being very quiet and good. He's with his, his mem-mem. A quiet place. All right, Jen. That was movie news. Okay. Did movie you learn news. a thing or two? Loki is not a cartoon. <laughs> hey, I've always said, I've said it on several episodes. When you learn something, you've had a good day. You do. Every day you should learn one thing. And I, I have reached my quota for the day, I guess. So Loki thank you. is not a cartoon. Well, he could be a cartoon character. Maybe one day. Yeah. All right, Jim. Back to the future. Yes. Let's... Travel back to 1985. Yes. I love it. (laughs) Let me give you time to tease your hair and put on your acid wash jeans. Please. Yes. And my jean jacket with the buttons all over it. Okay. Tell me, Jen, tell me your routine when you woke up during the day in the 80s. Oh, my. Well, you know, the teasing of the hair and stuff, I really didn't get into that until like I was like in junior high. Okay. Um, which was, you know, 87, 88. But first of all, I would get up at the crack of dawn. It's like, what is wrong with you? Sleep. I mean, I would get up super duper early to spend like an hour on my hair. Every, But everybody did. Everybody did. Yeah. It was the thing to do. You were not abnormal in that. No, no, no. It was the thing to do. Everybody had huge hair, which everybody should know that. Um, oh, I've seen the glamour shots, Jen. <laughs> yes. Perms. You know, if you didn't have curly hair, you got a perm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just kind of the thing. And everybody just did that. Do you think you're responsible for the ozone layer right now? <laughs> <laughs> Telling you what. And Aquanet was the hairspray that you used. I mean, you would go and buy this big can of Aquanet. I think I went through a can a week. Yes, a can a week. My family would laugh that there was this force field like in front of my room of hairspray. And like my top of my dresser was just Ew. gunk of hairspray. So question, when did the government allow you to not have to wear a helmet while riding a motorcycle? <laughs> and you know, the thing was like when I look back on my hair, I mean, there were some girls who had like the hair, like you 
like that's the hair I want. I'm like I spent all this time on my hair and it really didn't look that great. <laughs> well, now you now <laughs> you say that. I do say that, but yeah, so that was the routine, but I just have so many great memories of the 80s. It just was a, you know, I don't know if it was the age I was at the time. I mean, maybe if I was older, I wouldn't have looked at it the same. But it was just kind of an innocent period for me. It just was fun. Mm -hmm. It was, I don't know how to explain it. But I think anybody that was a kid in the 80s all feel the same way. They're just, maybe it's because things things were evolving and you had like some electronic stuff was kind of like your Pac-Man, your Atari, you know, that was Mm -hmm. really new. Like these game type things was kind of cool. Cassettes and music and. Well, but at at the same time, you still had old school stuff. Like one of the scenes in Back to the Future, when he goes into the diner in 55. Yeah. And rips out the phone book address to find somebody. Right. A kid nowadays would not know how to do that. Well, first there's no phone booths. Right. You know, so, um, you just Google them. You do. I know. It is, it is very... No, but you're right. I mean, there were still things that you understood. Mm-hmm. It was not foreign to you because, you know, your parents. Mm-hmm. Either how do you still were kind of working in... Like rotary phones. Rotary phones were still a thing. Have you seen those videos online where kids don't want to use yeah, them? Yeah, I know. It's so funny to me. But um, it was just a great time. I love yeah. I love the 80s. Yeah. Well, let me go ahead and let's, I had on here our top, a personal top three 80s movies. Okay. And I realized upon looking up just a basic list of 80s movies that this is an impossible task. Yeah. To choose just three. There's a lot of 80s movies. So let's just take turns and we'll name some. Go. Okay. Back to the Future. Well, I said. Is my number one. I said on the timeline, Jennifer, I said personal top three 80s movies, not including Back (laughs) to the Future. (laughs) Okay. Ghostbusters. Okay. That's good. That's a good one. Ghostbusters is a good 80s movie. Behind you, Ray. Yeah. That was number two. And see, I was more into the second one than I was the first one, which Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Vigo Um, the Carpathian. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, when there's a sequel with a movie... You know, sometimes people don't like anything except the original. Um, but for that one, I don't know. I really kind of like the second one. It was the one with the toaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the goo. The first one just kind of set the scene, I think. But again, it was the 80s. You know, it, Ghostbusters had that song that went with it. You know, that was the thing in the 80s. That I don't, I don't know if movies now really have that, you know, um, mm-hmm. token song mm-hmm. and a soundtrack. I mean, in the 80s, a soundtrack was huge oh, with yeah. a movie. Um, so, you know, Ghostbusters had the Ghostbusters song and Who You Gonna Call? You know, that was just... Oh, that was... It. Yeah. Who You Gonna Call? Yeah, it was great. Um when there's something strange <laughs> in your neighborhood. Ow! Who, who you, you gotta, gotta call? Ghostbusters! When I'm thinking of 80s movies, that's Ghostbusters is another one that comes up Okay. For me. Mine is Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> You're no saint. You got a free cab, you got a free room, and someone who'll listen to your boring stories. I mean, didn't you, didn't you notice on the plane when you started talking, eventually I started reading the vomit bag? I love that movie. Shower Ring Guy? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Del. What, Del, what was this? Griffin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is, that is the best. I love that movie. It never gets old. Steve Martin is just Steve Martin. I mean, and he's just, he and John Candy just have this, I don't know, it, they just have this really great, Chemistry. Chemistry in the movie. It's, I love the movie. It's oh, chemistry in the fact that they hate each Well, he hates him and the other one, the other guy's trying well, to Well, they're just, just kind of forced mm-hmm. to get along mm-hmm. because of the situation that they're in. And then the, the writing's good because they hate each other or whatever. And then at the end, you find out his wife really isn't. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then they just have this really nice ending and mm-hmm. they come together and the family welcomes him in. But yeah. The whole process of them getting to where they need to be. Right. It's the, if you haven't seen the movie, it's they start and they have to go through all these. In the car. The car, the rental car. <laughs> <laughs> the stages of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his hands are melted to the steering yeah, wheel. He, your car's on fire. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's, 
I love that movie. If it's ever on, I never miss an opportunity to watch it because it's funny. Steve Martin is just classic 80s actor. Mm-hmm. His humor is just, he has a very unique um, sense of humor and I never, it never gets old. So you can talk tons about 80s movies, <clears throat> not movies coming I can, out now. Yeah. Because I have to kind of go back in time. So yeah, that's a really, that's a good one. Your turn. Top Gun. It isn't back to the future. That is so 80s. Okay, I think that was 86. So I was like in sixth grade going into junior high. I mean, Tom Cruise was it. It's another good soundtrack movie. Again, yeah, my point. There, you know, Danger Zone, Kenny Loggins, like, kind of owned the soundtrack there. Um, (laughs) Danger Zone. But that was like, I mean, that was a great movie, great 80s movie. And in Berlin. Yeah, take, take my, my breath, breath away. away. Yeah, it that was a good movie, but that was a very popular movie too at the time. Oh yeah, um, I mean Tom Cruise, that was like the height. It was because I think Risky Business was before that, mm-hmm. but that was like his that made him Tom Cruise. I right. Think. I mean, this was before A Few Good Men. And, <clears throat> oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, how about another good soundtrack trilogy? Karate Kid. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, another one. I take a right, check it out. <laughs> yeah, you know when you. Okay, so like I'm older than my sisters, so a lot of their '80s knowledge and movies mm-hmm. kind of come because of me. Mm-hmm. You know, they would hang out with me, and you know, whatever. So watching Karate Kid like years down the road, you kind of look at like, oh my gosh, that's so cheesy, you know, or oh wow, that just looked bad, or that you know, <laughs> but. The whole Johnny. Oh, you know? yeah. No, no, absolutely. <laughs> get, get him a body bag. Yeah, it's just, but Karate Kid is a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and I again, mean, look at Cobra Kai now. There's a mini oh, there's yeah. a series after it. But again, I mean, like that first Karate Kid, I think, to me, is the best. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know there was a sequel and they had Karate Kid 2 and 3, but mm-hmm. that first one was, was it. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think the other two kind of stand even close to it that's a good one go check out our uh, cobra kai episode yeah um and then for me uh <laughs> breakfast club yeah breakfast club see i wasn't really into the breakfast club i don't know why i know that's no. very token 80s mm-hmm. but again another song another mm-hmm. soundtrack yep. i mean if, i think that that's one thing that's very um yeah yeah exactly um, I think that is just very classic 80s is to have those songs that went with the movies. Mm-hmm. Well, there we go. I also have like Dirty Dancing, Footloose, Mr. I was going to say, that would be Rain one Man. of mine. Dirty yeah. Dancing is, again, there's your soundtrack. Um, say Anything. I like Say Anything. That's a good 80s movie. Um, John Cusack, go watch it. Mm. It's a good movie. Never seen that one. He's, it's I a, just lipped that I never saw it because I didn't want the audience to know. <laughs> and then you went ahead and you said, kn- "But you know the classic scene. It's when he holds the boombox above his oh, head. Oh yes, yes, that yes, is yes. say anything. Gotcha, so go gotcha. check it out. It is it is a good movie. Should I? Very, I think it is um, John Hughes. Yes, that's that's like eighties guy. Um, but there's no way that we can pick three out of a whole oh, decade. No. No, no, no. Even six with in between the both. Well, of those. can I say like Dirty Dancing when you mention that again? I, I'm, I'm, if my memory serves me correctly, I just try to remember where I was in life. So I'm thinking mm. that was probably eighty six, eighty seven again. Might have been too young. Um, but Jennifer Grey's hair, like everybody wanted Jennifer Grey's hair, you know, yeah. and so the styles, teased. you know, like hairstyles and clothing styles and. That was a big soundtrack. In fact, I think they had two soundtracks. There was one oh. called Dirty Dancing, and the other one was called More Dirty Dancing. So, Oh, the CD. I was like, there was not a movie called More Dirty Dancing. <laughs> but what's really neat about the Dirty Dancing, that the Kellerman's Resort is a real place mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in Virginia. And you can go and get your pictures by all where all the scenes were because they really did film it there. So it's kind of yeah, interesting. I even think that they have the, the cabin that Baby and her family stayed at. You know, it's Baby's cabin or whatever it is. So. All right. Well, let's get into Back to the Future, Jen. Are you ready? This I'm is, ready. This is the main. This is so heavy. Event. This is heavy. What? What? What's wrong? Is there something wrong with the Earth's gravitational pull? <laughs> There's that word again. Heavy. I don't understand why things are so heavy in the future. Is there a problem with Earth's gravitational pull? 
<laughs> All right, here we go. Back to the future. Marty McFly, a typical American teenager of the 80s, is accidentally sent back to 1955 in a plutonium-powered DeLorean time machine invented by a slightly mad scientist. During his often hysterical, always amazing trip back in time, Marty must make certain his teenage parents-to-be meet and fall in love so he can get back to the future. It was released on July 5th, 1985. It was directed by Robert Zemeckis, who's also known for Forrest Gump, Contact, Castaway, Beowulf, A Christmas Carol, which is the animated one from, I believe, 2008 or 9. And he's currently filming a Pinocchio animated film for Netflix. Neat. Ewan McGregor will be Jiminy Cricket. Um, It stars Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, and Leah Thompson. And then eventually later in the series, Elizabeth Shue. And Jen, did you know that this script for Back to the Future was rejected 44 times before being greenlit? 44? 44. Wow. Not 42, not 43, I did not know that. Which is ironic because that's half of 88. It is. 88 miles per hour. 88 miles per hour, yeah. (laughs) Um, Do you know what it means to be greenlit, Jen? Again, no. (laughs) Well, didn't you just get a book by Matthew McConaughey? I did. What's it called? Green lights. (laughs) Green lights. All right, all right, all right. All right. Um, In the context of film and television industries, to green light something is to formally approve its production finance and to commit to its financing. Therefore, allowing the project to move forward from development phase to pre-production and principal photography. The power to green light is a project. Uh, the power to green light a project is generally reserved to those in a project or financial management role within an organization. Basically, the people with money. Gotcha. Decide what's right. And as we can tell, forty-four times, the people with money sometimes don't know what they're doing. Am I right? Yep. Yeah. You want to hear some numbers for proof of that? Okay. Okay. So for instance, with Back to the Future, in 1985, the production of the movie was $19 million to produce that movie. The first movie grossed $385 million. Wow. You do the math of what the... Yeah. Then the trilogy, the trilogy, all three movies combined $99 million in production. They made $961 million. So some other movies that were not greenlit right away, like they took a while. Pulp Fiction in 94, um, they opened their first weekend, they opened 9.3 million and overall have made 213 million. E.T. in 1982. Oh, yeah. oh that's another good 80s movie. Why do you think of that? I know. Yeah. Uh, Reese Pieces. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a good movie. So they opened with 11.9 million and have made 792 million off of the movie. Now this is just ticket sales. Yeah. This isn't like you put products they sell oh, after right. the movie. Yeah. Star Wars. You mean the real Star Wars? Don't get me started, Jennifer. <laughs> I like to get her going on that. I, I will call Phil and Robbie. <laughs> And then you will be outnumbered. <laughs> As a true child from the 80s, we just really hold on to the... I'm sorry, is it episode four, five, and six? How can you call yourself a fan when you don't even know the episode numbers? I, I'm, I'm a Star Wars fan of four, <laughs> five, and six. <laughs> so technically, the first one came out in 77, not the 80s, right? Right, but I was little kid and yeah. go into the 80s that's you true know, same kind of thing well so or the entire trilogy made 10.3 billion worldwide just the first one made 1.7 billion wow i might have that wrong it made a lot of money okay it made a lot of money and then twilight i know that people have mixed feelings about that but twilight made 111 million in its first weekend and then all, all together, all the movies made $3.3 billion. Wow. That's so, a lot of money. Say what you want about Twilight, but it it made some money. Yeah, it did. Yeah. There you go. Would you have said no to it when you heard the, when you heard the, uh, the script? But I've said no? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> I was it. this is heavy. 
So what's some of your favorite parts about the movie? You about Back to the Future? Yeah. Oh, and I don't know why. I can't tell you why. I've just had such a love for the movie and why it just speaks to me. It's just always been my favorite movie. Because um, of the music? Because of the actors? I don't know. I don't know if it was because... I just really enjoyed being a kid in the 80s. Mm-hmm. And like I was 11 when it came out, 10 or 11. I don't know if it just reminds me of a good time in life, you know, of an innocent time of being a kid. I think it was just a really popular movie. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of merchandise with it. Did you see it with your friends when it came out? I think I saw it with mom and dad. I think we went to the theater. Oh, okay. Of course. I mean, that's really all way you could watch a movie. You, I'm sorry, you didn't have streaming then? <laughs> I watched it on my phone, no. Um, and maybe that was it, too. You know, I I, I have a five-year-old. I, he's not going to be able to experience it. Yeah, you can go to the movies, but that was the only way you could watch a movie. Mm-hmm. You, know, you really went to the movie. You got popcorn. You know, if you wanted to see it again, you had to go back to the movie theater and mm-hmm. see it again, you know. Um, because you knew you wouldn't see it for quite some time once it was out of the right. theater. That's right. And I actually think I saw it multiple times at the theater, if I remember correctly. But... Just the storyline was just really great. Mm-hmm. I think that's why it became so popular. Michael J. Fox was very popular at the time because he was in Family Ties. So I think it was neat to see him in a movie role mm-hmm. because I think you saw him every week on Family Ties. Mm-hmm. And so it was really neat to see him in a movie role. Huey Lewis was in it. You know, he had the songs on the soundtrack. It's and entirely was, too darn loud. It's too darn loud. Yeah, he was he was big in the 80s. So it was neat to see him in the movie. It was just a great storyline. Mm-hmm. Um Time travel, you know, everybody, a lot of people like time travel movies, but this was like a different kind of time travel movie, you know, it was incorporating this 80s kid and sending him back to his, I just always found as I got older, I found the storyline and the writing to be just, I would call it brilliant Mm -hmm. because there was a lot of elements to take into consideration, um, especially when you got into like the second one and the third one tying in all these alternate 1985 to yeah. this 1985 and going back to the wild west and trying to tie in all of those eras and those mm-hmm. you know the years and all the different changes that took place and and i think why people liked it too is because in looking back you can see how different events in your life really can make change can change your life absolutely yes you know people coming into your life or this something not happening or Decisions. not meeting this person or can completely change your life hitting your future grandson with the car your density i mean (laughs) your destiny i should throw out some of these lines but i have had a love for the movie for as long as i can remember my sisters know this my family knows this um i can quote the movie go for it (laughs) i mean i'll throw some in here and there but I don't know. And and I don't even know how you, did you and Sarah just kind of like it because we watched it or I can't even remember how you were all introduced to it. No, I, I mean, so I don't know what age you first let me watch it or whatever. It was probably on a VHS, right? Katie, it's time. (laughs) It's time for me to introduce you. My son saw a little bit of it the other day on TV and I was so proud. I was so proud. He'll love it. (laughs) No, I I think as a kid watching that, just the science aspect of it doc is so intriguing as a kid this guy who invents things and the the car the delorean looks cool oh yeah i don't care whether it looks old or not the delorean is a cool looking car may not function great but it's a cool that door come on the door alone right i I I wanted that car as a little kid um (laughs) (laughs) but and also (laughs) looking at it as as an adult now it's kind of odd that Marty and Doc are friends. <laughs> but it as a is. kid, I thought it was awesome. No, you do. But it's like, I part of you was like, how did they even have this relationship? I mean, you know, he hangs out with Doc, you know, yeah. he has a girlfriend. But he, yeah, he hangs out with, I mean, he even overslept there or something. Like, I'm sorry, do we ever learn if Marty has other friends? I <laughs> know, no, he's got Jennifer. That's about it. No, seriously, there's no... <laughs> But you had to have that mad scientist, you know, kind. And Christopher Lloyd is like perfect. Absolutely. They cast it. And I I know I've read that Michael J. Fox was not the first. Eric Stoltz was supposed to be Marty McFly. So he was, I mean, of course, everyone knows. And Phil even told me this earlier. But Eric filmed some scenes. Yes, he did. Yeah. Scenes. And then they finally talked to 
um, Michael and they were able to talk to the Family Ties people because they said, we don't want him to miss a single moment of filming oh, with he's us. he's perfect. So he would go during the day, film Family Ties, and then come in the evening and film Back to the Future. Yeah, I think I read that somewhere. Because he, he was he was Alex P. Keaton. I mean, that was mm-hmm. his role at the time. Yeah. Um, so he was in a... Re- it was a real prime time for him. Yeah. So... I think that's what made the movie successful too, because again, you were seeing him in this, like it wasn't on the tube. You were seeing him on the big screen, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh yeah. Um, Of course, you know, the, the, the vest is so eighties, you know, the life preserver preserver? dork thinks he's going to (laughs) drown, you know, Um, going back to the fifties, Biff's friends, but, um, Oh, speaking of which, Nope, that's a quiz question later on. I'm not oh. going to say any. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to see. Well, I found some. I was getting prepared for. I didn't want to miss anything, and I found a site that has like the greatest fifteen good quotes from Back to the Future. And going back to what you just said, the first one is: "Wait a minute, Doc. Are you telling me you bought a time machine out of a DeLorean?" <laughs> Which is perfect, right? I mean, wouldn't that be your first question? Well, and Doc was like, I figured if you do it, you do it with some style. So get like a Cadillac. <laughs> I don't know, but it's great. <laughs> no, it's but great. no, but I mean, that car, whoever picked that one, uh, perfect. They still do make DeLoreans and they actually, they don't build the engine. It's just like a body kit, I think. And they include a flux capacitor in all of oh, them. Oh, I Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wait. There's another quote. I might just bring it out and see if I do it right. You know, when Marty, he's trying to convince Doc. Marty's back in the night. He's back in 1950. He's in 1955. He's trying to convince Doc that he's not this crazy guy, that he really is there from the future, Mm -hmm. you know. And Doc's going through the whole thing. Yeah. Well, who's president, you know? And he goes, (laughs) Ronald Reagan, you know, with such confidence. Well, then who's the vice president? Jerry Lewis? You know, and then he's like, I've had enough antics for one night, future boy. You know, and then he closes the door and then Doc, you know, Marty's trying to plead with him. But Doc, 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 that the bruise, that bump on your head, you, you fell and you slipped your head and you hit it. And that's where you came up with the idea for the flux capacitor, which is what makes time travel possible. And then Doc opens the door like a light bulb went off. And then that's, I mean, that's like a great scene there too, yeah. because Marty's just kind of grasping at straws, trying to. I'm telling you, I'm from 1985. I'm in a time machine that you built, that you built. Yeah. (laughs) I need your help to get back to the year 1985. Yeah, it's just, the quotes are coming out. Guys, yeah, do you see? This is why I had Jen on, because she, I would say Back to the Future. Is it your favorite movie of all time? It's my all-time favorite movie. I can can quote, I can do the, you know, the the cadence of the quote or Mm -hmm. whatever. I just know it very, very well. Because it's like, are you telling me, Doc? Yes. You build a breathing. time machine out of a DeLorean? <laughs> you know, or he, here's another one that I always like, you know, when Marty at the beginning of the movie, when Marty comes home and he sees that um, the car's in the shop, you yeah. know, or something, and, you know, he comes in and goes, Dad, I really needed that car tomorrow night. Dad, you know how important this was to me? Do you have any clue? Yes, son, and... All I can say is, I, I'm sorry. And then you cut to a scene of the peanut brittle going into the bowl. And then, you know, telling you, Marty, you know, the brother starts talking, you know, and, and then that's when they did talking about going somewhere with Jennifer and the, the, the daughter starts talking. Yeah, mom, we know, we know, we know. That's where you met dad. You went to the fish under the sea dance, the enchantment under the sea dance, our first date. <laughs> Yeah. Jen, this is exactly like uh, it's Will Forte. Will Forte on the episode of Parks and Rec when he starts to describe the opening to Twilight. <laughs> he start, we start on a crystal clear it. stream water and a deer. <laughs> Cut to the scene of this. Yeah. You know, what are you going to... And then, then, you know, Biff's like, I spilled beer all over me when that cost me shit to me. Who's going to pay for my cleaning bill? I have to say, I was re-watching it recently. Because, you know, I wanted to, I haven't watched it in a long time. Oh. But before then, I'd, because of you, I'd, I've seen it so many times. <laughs> like, in watching it, it was like I hadn't missed a beat. Oh, yeah, no, no. When you watch it again, it's like, it's like visiting an old friend. Absolutely. For me. It's yeah. like, you know. Yeah, um, it's true. And, and you have, it's like when you you have a smell that reminds you, like a perfume that reminds oh, you of yeah. someone. It's like you watch that and you're back as a 12-year-old or whatever. Well, and here's the closing scene in that. What are you looking at, butthead? 
Say hi to your mom for me. Well, you know, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) And the way, the way, what's his name? No, wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, dad. Time Time to to change change that oil. (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, so I was rewatching it and the way that they, I mean, it was the 80s and I know we've advanced in makeup and CGI and all that stuff. But the way that they made all those actors look older. Oh, yeah. They made Biff look like have, you in know. In the second one. Or no, in the, the first, first one, one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's because he was young. Yeah, and right. so you see all those kids young. Biff, I mean, he's got the sideburns and all this stuff, but they also made his face look like he'd gained some weight. It was, yeah. yeah. It just is a great, great movie. Yeah, and the mom. Well, Marty, you know. <laughs> <laughs> mom, you sure know how to hydrate a pizza. Hydrate level four, please. Here, here's another one I can do. Save the clock tower. Save the clock tower. Here we go. Mayor Wilson is sponsoring an initiative to replace that clock. 30 years ago, lightning struck that clock tower and the clock hasn't run since. We at the Hill Valley Preservation Society feel it should be restored as part of our history and our heritage. Here you go, lady. Here's a quarter. Oh, don't forget to take a fire. Save the clock tower. Save the clock tower. Cut to Marty, about to kiss Jennifer. Now where were me? Honk, honk. Jennifer. Oh, that's my dad. I've got to (laughs) go. I don't have to play clips on this episode. Here, I'll call you later. I'll be at my grandma's. Here, let me give you the number. Quick kiss. It's the power of love. (laughs) Just go on. I can go on and on. No, Jen, that was, that deserves an award right there. Wasn't that good? I, I'm going to print something off. <laughs> I when I got that quote finally, I was so proud of myself. Well, that's like me with Jeffrey Chaucer in A Knight's Tale, or yes, or what's his name, Tom Cruise's character in A Few Good Men. Yes, or yeah. uh, Jack. Except those are a Nichols. little bit longer. This, I mean, mine wasn't. No, that year. was impressive. You even did what they were physically doing, like like the, 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 the Hong Kong. Yes, Hong Kong. I know. I'm telling you, I know this movie. I know it. Yeah. All right, so um, who in the film is your favorite character? Marty. Okay, and and just because he's Marty. I mean, truly, Michael J. Fox made that movie. If it he was did, anybody but, else. Gosh, that's really hard, and I think you just say Marty because it's Marty, you know, and he's the 80s did guy. Did I say Marty again? Oh, you're, you're the 80s kid. I thought I called but Michael. But they really Marty. are great. They casted that mm-hmm. super. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I love Christopher Lloyd in that. Yeah. Doc oh, yeah. is just... He's perfect as Doc. Biff has his own, like, you know, you can't stand Biff. He's that bully guy. But he's he's perfect in the role. Absolutely. Um, I mean, one of my favorite lines that encompasses both the first and the second one is, you know, Biff's this big, tall bully, this big bully, you know. And when he first, you know, kid, uh, you know, since you're new here, I'm going to give you a break. So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Okay, and so we're all like, all right, Biff. Well, then in the second one, uh-huh. when young Biff meets old Biff, yes. and, you know, you young, idiot. Biff, young Biff's like, okay, old man, I'm going to tell you something. I want you to make like a tree and get out of here. And old Biff smacks him upside the head and he goes, it's leave. You sound like a damn fool when you say it wrong. <laughs> Did you know? But the, the actor, Thomas, I think his name is. Yes. He made up that line. He he improved that line. Oh, really? On the spot, yeah. It's he, perfect. Because he basically was, you know, implying that Biff's an idiot. <laughs> you make like a tree and get out of here. Yeah, so, it, I mean, he improved that on the spot. Or maybe he said it, but it was all his idea. Because he's really saying it to Calvin Klein. Yes. It's written all over your underwear. Thomas F. Wilson. He says, <laughs> where are my <laughs> pants? They're over there on the hope chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that, but the the names for Marty in different languages, yeah, like in the different languages were different. His name was not Marty, or his Mid-fly. name was not Cal. No, his wasn't Calvin Klein. The Irish bug. On one, it was <laughs> Levi Strauss in the Spanish version. <laughs> and 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 in the um, oh. I think it, it Italian or something. It's some other completely different name. So his name is not Calvin Klein in every voiceover. Well, that's another good line, too. You know, when he goes down, he's at dinner with his grandparents, really. 
Right. You know, and he comes out. And aunts and uncles. Yeah. And he rolls the TV out. Whoa. Look at it roll. Now we can watch Jackie Gleason while we eat. <laughs> it's our first television. Do you have a television? Well, yeah, yeah we got you two. know we got two of them. Well, you must be rich. <laughs> What's a rerun? <laughs> <laughs> you'll find you'll find out okay jen i looked up that kid who says what's a rerun he's 49 now. he was on the wonder years yes he was but he's 49 now i know uncle yeah. joey's probably what how old's uncle joey uncle you better get used to these bars kid uncle jailbird joey he's older than me yeah um let yeah. me see if you agree with this by the way in december 2007 back to the future was selected by the library of congress for preservation in the National Film Registry as being, quote, culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. Do you feel proud of that? Yeah, I really think it was a... I think another reason why the movie was so popular and I why I thought the producers and the directors did such a good job is they really... You had to work between eras, you know, and you had oh, to yeah. bring the authenticity of that era to the screen, yeah. you know, and this kid from the 80s with this life preserver you know jacket and his hair the way it was and his walkman and all this stuff going back to the 50s where that was very foreign like what right. is this what is this life preserver you're wearing well, when the what farmer is... first sees the car yes they and the kid holds up the comic book with the yeah. alien yeah. you know it's an alien I, I it just was brilliant writing i felt how someone from the 50s would see folks in the 80s yeah it was, oh it yeah it was almost like it was going back and and i don't know it's, it's like just, how people from the 80s might see us today or what we would think it was a yeah. little glimpse if they saw our smartphones right it, but it was but it was going back it was going back right. and looking at it from the perspective of the past right now and and the small little details of twin pines and lone, lone pine. pine yeah the well, mall again what we talked about, I think some of the popularity of the movie is the realization and the reminder to us that things can, things change. can change your life. Mm -hmm. One small, what you might think is insignificant. Can he drove over a tree. He drove over a tree. So instead of Twin Pines Mall, it's now the Lone Pine mm -hmm. Mall. You know, yep. and how as he was getting to know his mom, how the existence of he and his siblings was fading away. Right. And that's the whole point of the movie is he's saving his family. Yeah. You know, he's trying to save his existence. Right. Yeah. Um, and so how just little tiny people you meet, things you do. Yeah. Can completely change the course of time. Well, and the in incorporation of that picture and seeing it disappear. Oh, slowly. Oh, here's another one. Look at his head. It's, it's like it's been erased. Erased from existence. <laughs> Thank you. Oh gosh. No, I feel like I feel like <laughs> from existence. No, um, I just think I think it's an awesome movie. The details Steven Spielberg was also a producer on this and he was a real advocate for having it made because he said this this is an amazing concept. Yeah. And I really and I'm sure he had a lot of input on it. So it was just a group of people who knew how to make a movie. It just was a great great movie mm -hmm. and i mean uh, look what year is it it's still my favorite movie if you were to ask me what is my favorite mm -hmm. movie of all time it is back to the future yeah as for the technology it's based in 1985 and it goes back to 1950 so it's never going to be inaccurate with the technology now episode or the second one yeah i mean we don't have hologram sharks coming out of movie theaters all right but well, that was kind of but it was kind of it was <laughs> We I also think don't have hover cars, Jen. But I think it's funny because it's like, you know, when it was 2015, mm -hmm. you know, there were all these memes out saying this is what we're supposed to be looking like, you know, and right. it was all the clothes that they were wearing. It was just a guess as to but what things would be. They had it was similar. They had the new USA Today that moved. Yeah, they um, did. We've got newspapers on they tablets. Did. They had the hoverboards, which you kind of have some sort. They have one with Here's a Here's the one thing I think that people, I think the Cubs did well that year no, Jen they won the World Series <laughs> no no but they were really doing bad up to that point yes. and it's like well back to the future said the Cubs no I think I think someone came with that sports almanac and the sports I think almanac, they yes. did something here's a little nifty whatever from the 80s it's called a dustbuster <laughs> yeah now that movie it, I, I will say the second one's my favorite the second one to me is is again brilliant writing because you had to go in between all of these eras mm -hmm. and the alternate 85 and the 85 that you knew. Right. And um, 
And the thing with that, if my memory serves me correctly, the second one was probably like six years later. There was quite a, there was quite a moment, there was quite a gap, gap in time yes. from the first one to the second one. Yes. And then the second, the third was like, boom, boom. Well, and the end of the first one was never, did not have that to be continued in the theaters. That came out later on the video. Right. So you left the theater, you know, thinking, thinking so we were all so excited about number yeah. two. I remember being so excited going to the movies. I remember Pizza Hut having these like glasses you could get, you know, to wear. Did they have little pizzas you could hydrate? No, they didn't have hydrating pizzas. But um, I just remember being so excited about that because, you know, Back to the Future was such this great 80s movie and yeah, we're going we're gonna to get to see a sequel, you yeah. know, and how are they going to incorporate all of this? And I will tell you, I get kind of stressed out watching that movie, even though I've seen it 50,000 times, because it's like when he's in that alternate 1985 and it's so horrible, oh, you know, and you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, you know, and trying to, to go back again, to fix everything. But again, that shows you your decisions can affect the whole society yes no i that's why i think people really um are when, drawn to it when he goes into his house and it's not his family in the house oh my gosh and the guy comes with the baseball bat yes oh yeah and no the, it's like it's like you know he's like i don't remember to lock on that door right because he changed the future everything he changed everything wasn't yeah. just his mom and dad meeting oh no yeah it's a I love how that incorporates all of those changes and how this change made this change. And Biff has the Mc casino. Jen, ready, ready. McFly! <laughs> <laughs> I just, something, that interaction, read my fox. You all tell I can't be fine. I can't be fine. And then fired. it comes out on the facts and it comes out everything <laughs> and they find it all throughout the house and he's hiding in the closet or she's hiding in the closet. Yeah, Jennifer. Jennifer. Jennifer is. Yeah. The, the, the future Jennifer. Again. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's all kind of. And all that again, the writing is wonderful because, the, you know, on top of all the, you know, the timeline stuff, I mean, just he drops his cane in the car, the piece of his oh, cane. Oh, the piece of the cane. Biff yeah, does. yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Then he goes back, and then, yeah, because old Biff goes back to try to, yeah, oh, yeah, it's just. And then they go back to 55, and he has to ride, uh, he has to wear the leather jacket. It's a, oh, I love the second one so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I love the movie, Jen. I love it. Now, Zemeckis and Bob Gale, who was, I believe Bob Gale was one of the producers, um, they've stated that there will never be remakes in their lifetime. Yeah. I don't oh, think... No, you can't. I think that's one that you can No, you can't. can't. You can't. That is the original. You can't. No one can replace uh, Michael. No, or, or Doc. Yeah. No. Lloyd. <laughs> Christopher Mad Lloyd. scientist. Um, yeah. And people still yell McFly to Marty. Like he said... Or, I'm sorry, Michael... During 2010, during a cast reunion, Michael J. Fox said that strangers still call him McFly yeah, it constantly. Is. He is Marty McFly. He said that the most remarkable instance was when he was in a remote jungle in the South Asian country of, I'm going to, I hope I pronounce it right, Bhutan, located between China and India in the Eastern Himalayas. A group of Buddhist monks passed him and one of them looked at Fox and said, Marty McFly. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Okay, um, little history on the gigawatts. So he says gigawatts, but it's, it's actually gigawatts. Scientists, physicists, and that kind of stuff do pronounce it with a hard G, so it is gigawatts. Okay. But nowadays people say gigawatts, so it's a very old way of saying gigawatts. So gigawatts is an actual unit. The only thing that produces 1.21 gigawatts is a bolt of lightning. What did you say? A bolt of lightning. And if, you know, and then he's just what time? About, what time does it hit the clock tower? Is it 953? 10.04. 10, cut that out. I got it. No, we're not. We're not. We're leaving it in. <laughs> anyway, he's like, you know, unfortunately, you never know when, you know, storm's going to hit. And then he has, Marty has the flyer. We do now. <laughs> Jennifer wrote her number and I love you on the back of it. Yes. Oh, to her grandma's. The number to her grandma's. Oh, very nice. Because she Jen. wasn't going to be at her house. That's why she That's wrote the true. number down. That's why he didn't know. And kids, again, these days, these days when you didn't have smartphones that you could save numbers in, you had to memorize numbers. Wrote them down. You had to go to like a phone on the wall. Like I still remember my best friend from high school number, Aaron, if you're listening. I still remember your home phone number. <laughs> Actually, it's not your home phone number. Very She's giving it to everybody. Number. But no, I still remember. I could dial it right now if I needed to. But guess what? My friends nowadays don't know their numbers. No, all right. I know. Do we know our own? I have to stop to think. I do know my own, but you know, sometimes I, it's that's hard. the only one I know. 
cell phone automatically. <laughs> here's here's some fun facts. So, um, the uh, town square, Hill Valley Town Square. Yes. So they've got the clock tower there and all that stuff. A lot of people, because I looked at it now after watching Gilmore Girls, and I thought, is that Stars Hollow? Is that the same place? But I, w- I would like to clear it up to anybody who's watched the movie and thinks it's Star Ho- Stars Hollow. It is not. Um, the lot that they use is a universal lot. Okay. And it's called the Courthouse Square. Okay. And it's called that because now courthouse because of the clock tower. Ah. But okay. it was called the Mockingbird Square, which was used for To Kill a Mockingbird. Gotcha. But Interesting. W- once they filled Back to the Future, now it's called the Courtyard Square. They have also f- um, filmed Gremlins there. Really? Jingle All the Way, Batman and Robin, and Saving Mr. Banks have all Neat. been filmed there. Now, the Gilmore's lot is on a Warner Brothers lot. It's, it's called the Midwest Street and one of the big shows that was filmed there as well was The Waltons. Oh, that's neat. And also Pretty Little Liars for people who are... A little bit of tidbit there. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to clear that up because I did a lot of research to try to figure it out. Because if it was the same Stars Hollow, people think that the diner that Marty goes into okay. is, is Luke's diner. It is not. I don't oh, know why Lou's. you thought it... Lou's. Luke's. Oh, is, oh. Isn't it Lou? Is it Lou? Isn't it Lou? Get, I don't Give, give me a Pepsi. Blue, give me a milk chocolate. Give me a Pepsi free. <laughs> I can't give you gotcha. a Pepsi, pal. You're going to pay for it. Give me, give me a tab. Give me a tab. I can't give you a tab without ordering something. Give me something without sugar. Something without sugar. Coffee. Lou, it is Lou. Give me a milk chocolate. Remember when he asks for that? <laughs> All right. And um, one more thing I want to go over and then we'll do quiz. How about All that? right. I hope I pass. This has been fun. Half of it has been you quoting. I'm sorry. I hope <laughs> no, no, it was no. enjoyable. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, when I hear someone do a quote, I'm picturing it as well. And I'm excited that someone else knows it as well as me. So I'm sure the ones that I don't know verbatim, somebody listening right now might have known them verbatim. And they, I just really can't help it. They they are like in the same excited mode as you are right now. I'm excited as well. I just don't know them verbatim. Like yeah, you do. I, I do. You want me to quote Harry Potter and I'll well, do it. I mean, it. see how old the movie is. To, I mean, to page 394. I've had that. Yes, right. Yeah, that's, this is that's this is my movie for that. But I don't get me wrong. I know exactly the scene. I can see it in my head when you're saying that. I just don't know it. You just don't know. Yeah, save yeah. the clock tower. Yeah, this yeah. is your movie, Jen. It is um, my movie. You're the the Back to the Future guru. I love Back to the Future. Yeah. All right. So the the last thing I want to talk about before we get into uh, quiz time, the quiz is the soundtrack. Yes. Not not the like um, Huey oh. Lewis. Alan Silvestri. Well, let me say, Lindsey Buckingham had a song on that soundtrack, too. Did he? What song? Called Time Bomb Town. And it's when... Marty is waking up from his adventure and he's waking back up into his Oh at the end? Yeah. Oh, okay. All I can it's think of is, is uh Tusk. Yeah. No, it, so, <laughs> but Lindsay's another eighties, you fleetwood back. So it was really a oh, really yeah. cool um and this and the just the music is, you know, when you hear the soundtrack pieces, it's, you know, like, oh my gosh, there's Back to the Future. Da, da, da. No, no, from, you know, yeah. you've written a good score. Like John Williams is the same way. You hear the first chord and you know what it is. Dum, dum,
fun little fact. We have family in Pennsylvania. We, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm about to yes. say, don't you? And we would drive in our family van to Pennsylvania. And there was a right at the end of the trip when we were about to get to Bacchus, grandma's, there was a two lane road. And it, we got, we were getting in very late. It was dark and dad had the headlights on and we felt like we were in the DeLorean. <laughs> and I don't know how, but this FM station was playing. Yes. The, the back to the future soundtrack. Awesome. And so we turn off on the road and dum, 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 We were with the Doc Brown. That felt like we were in the DeLorean and the music was playing. It was, yeah, that was, I remember that moment. But anyway, so Alan Silvestri is awesome. He's yes. probably one of, I think he's, I think he's up there is with John Williams. Mermaid? No, that's Alan uh, Menken. Oh, cut that out. <laughs> no. Anyway, there's a lot of Alans out there. Anyways, no, another one of your favorite shows he did the, the intro music for, Jen. Chips. Yeah. Oh my gosh, talk about, oh goodness, yes. <laughs> chips, I was a chips girl. You love chips. Yeah, yeah. I loved chips i had a chips poster on my bedroom wall which tie into another episode wonder woman our wonder woman 1984 episode 80s as well uh we find out that chris pine is somehow related to one of the actors on chips his dad Hmm. i think i think his dad is john there you go there you go i was about john everybody else was about punch you know Estrada. i was all about john okay I love chips. When I was in nursery school, I would get my friends, we would get in our Hot Wheels, and we would be chips. <laughs> we get in Hot Wheels? We would ride on our, I'm sorry. Is this like Honey, our, I Shrunk the Kids? I'm kid? sorry. <laughs> like the big wheels, you know, big wheels. Okay. This is like 1978, 1979, <laughs> and, and we would play chips. Oh, those are good memories. That's a good movie too, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, by the yes, way. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. We just, um, our five-year-old, we just watched it with him. Did you? And he loved it. See, and, and that's an old movie, so don't be hesitant to watch an old movie. Oh, no, no. No, he absolutely loved it. He wants yeah. to, he likes to watch it. He asks, can I watch that again? Anyway, um, other ones that Alan Silvestri did the music for, Father the Bride, The Bodyguard, Richie Rich, Castaway, Polar Express, Christmas Carol, which oh, these Polar are Express. all Ros- Robert Zemeckis movies. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Forrest Gump with the Feather Song, if anybody knows that. That's real. I played, yes. the, I played oh, that yeah. for a wedding for somebody. And then here, here we go. Are you ready? So he's done Back to the Future, and he's also done The Avengers. Oh, really? Score, wow. Along with Captain America, the first Avenger. But the Avengers soundtrack is awesome as well. We, I had the cassette soundtrack for Back to the Future. It was in a cassette. Mm-hmm. But just the musical and the instruments, you know, like the little, the twinklings. Oh, yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, that is just so Back to the Future too. Well, and it time. sounds like, I don't know how you did it, but it sounds like the flux capacitor. Yeah, it, yeah. It just, uh, it has it's just amazing. Feeling. It all works together. Yeah. All right, let's, I wanted, to, I just had to include the music part because I love music. Oh, I love and, it. I'm glad you mentioned it. It made me yeah. remember some things. Ready, here we go, quiz time. Are you ready? If I don't pass, I'm really... Well, I tried to make some of these easy and then also some of them. I have a feeling after all of your quote fest that you're just going to get these right away. Okay, well... You ready? Yeah. Question number one. What is on the license plate of the DeLorean? Out of time. (laughs) And it's California. And a little fun little thing. When I was a junior in high school... I was in the marching band and we went to Florida to march and we got to spend a day at Universal and I bought an out of time license plate. I know. And I've been trying to get you to give it to me because no. I have a movie theater in my house and you don't. But Do you have back a, to the future. You don't have yours up on display. Mm, I got to find it. I've moved several times since then. That's so. what I'm saying. I found it one time and I said, Jen, can I have this? And you really got aggressively mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. No. Out of time. Yeah. Question number two. Good job. One for one. Question number two. What actor played Match, one of Biff's buddies, and later went to star in the blockbuster Titanic? Billy Zane. (laughs) Nice, Jen. Nice. You knew that right off the bat. I knew it, yeah. Well, you go back. When you look at it, after you've seen Titanic, maybe not at the time, but Mm -hmm. you know, he was pretty big in Titanic. And when you walk, you're like, that guy looks familiar, you know, kind of looks like, and then you start going and then you 
Absolutely. He realized it was him. All right. Question number three. What was the name of Lorraine's baby brother? Joey. Marty's uncle who would later end up in jail. Better get used to these. He's your brother, mom. I think it's a major embarrassment having an uncle in prison. We all make mistakes in life, children. Can I just say, I love the cake that they got him for getting out of jail, but then he didn't actually get out of jail, did he? Yeah, no, she throws it down. She (laughs) went, we'll have to eat this cake by ourselves. Your Uncle Joey didn't make parole again. (laughs) But I love that cake. I wanted a piece of that cake. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a bird getting out of the jail. It's funny. All right, question number four. Who does Marty claim to be when convincing George to take Lorraine to the dance? Oh, Darth Vader. From? From the planet Vulcan. Okay. Would you like to hear my other options? Yeah, I, I would t- like. I took time to come up with okay. them. Okay. Captain Kirk from the planet Alderaan. Okay. Luke Skywalker from the planet Nimbus 3. Or Dr. Spock from the planet Spintier. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. Uh, question number five. Who was the busboy in Lou's Cafe in 1955? Oh, Mayor Goldie Wilson. Mayor. I like the sound of that. <laughs> But he wasn't mayor during no, when he was the, the bus time. boy. He was just Goldie Wilson. Hey, I know you. You're ma- Mayor Goldie Wilson. <laughs> yeah. he hey, hey, I know you. That's why <laughs> that is another example of the brilliancy of the writing mm-hmm. is you just brought back things from the different eras and incorporated it into whatever era they were in. And that's how Marty would react. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I know you. I know you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Absolutely. All right. Question six. What kind of drink? Does Marty ask for when he arrives? A tab. No, no, wait. This is a trick. Oh, this ooh, is, oh, this oh is from the third one. Okay. What kind of drink does Marty ask for when he arrives in the Wild West, in the Old West? Oh, shoot. I should know this. Oh, no. Did you stump me? I hope so. <laughs> Here are your options. Yeah, give me a. A, milk. B, ice water. C, Pepsi. D, root beer. Is it Pepsi? No. Water? Yep. Because they didn't have ice. Yeah, I'm not. They didn't have ice water. Okay, well, I really, that was bad. (laughs) It was kind of out there. It was out there. Okay, number seven. What is the name of the restaurant in Back to the Future 2? The 80s Cafe. Cafe 80s. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. In Back to the Future 2, when Marty first is in the Cafe 80s, when it's Wild Gunman or whatever that game is, Mm, and he goes, mm. hey, give me, give me that. Who's the kid? Elijah Wood. Yes. I knew it. (laughs) Yeah. Doesn't he have a weird visor? You have to use your hands? (laughs) It's like a baby's toy. (laughs) Um, Okay. Question eight. Doc's yes. dog. Now wait until I read this whole thing because I, I know you're going to say I'm going to say it. You're going to jump. Doc's dog in 1985 is Einstein, but what is his dog's name in oh, 1955? Yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop. Oh shoot. Yes. Copernicus. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good job. I oh, redeemed she, myself. She, she's pumping her fist right now. It just like it just Copernicus. Copernicus. <laughs> All right. Question nine. What was George McFly's favorite TV program? Science fiction theater. Nice. You had to think for a few seconds, but then you had it. Uh, question ten. What was the name of the subdivision Marty lived in? Um, hold on. Lion Estates. Nice. Yes. <laughs> I'm doing this for my memory. Yeah, this is all, this is I don't all have my, my phone's not even no. near me. Okay, we're going to do the last five for very fast. Are okay. you ready? Lightning round. Ready? So answer as quick as you can, and then I'll do the next question. Oh, goodness. Okay. okay. What was Lorraine's maiden name? Baines. What was the name of Marty's band? Oh, I can see him saying, we're the... The pinheads? Yeah! <laughs> what brand was Marty's new truck? Toyota. Yes. What did Doc Brown hit his head on when he invented the flux capacitor? The sink in the bathroom. Yes. What was the name of the song playing when Marty begins to disappear? 
at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance when his oh, hands oh, when his hands oh, 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 I'm sorry when the dis I guess on the yeah. um uh Earth Angel yes. <laughs> Earth Angel <laughs> Will you be mine? Awesome job. And then Jen. he starts playing like uh, 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 uh. You okay, kid? <laughs> And FYI, that guitar he's playing on is a Gibson ES-345. Well, and a fun fact, the guitar he's playing on is actually a guitar from the future because technically they're in 1955, but the guitar he's playing on is a 1958 Gibson. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good scene too, that guitar scene. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, this has been a fun film. This has been episode. a blast. Yeah. Do you feel good? Re- are you going to go watch it after this? Yeah, I just thank you for inviting me on i know i'm not much of a movie buff now but i really love 80s and i love back to the future so it's been fun sharing my um excitement and um love for that movie well and just know that i'm a product of your obsession because you i know the movie well enough because of you I would like to go back to the future and talk about this some more. But, I would love it. But we we ha- we do have to go. But thank you so much, Jen, for, for being on the episode. It's been heavy. It's been heavy. Great, Scott. <laughs> Wait, are you telling me you've been a podcast <laughs> out of a DeLorean? <laughs> Do you have a television? Well, yeah, you know, we have two of them. Wow, you must be rich. Oh, honey, he's teasing you. Nobody has two television sets. <laughs> hey, hey, I've seen this one. I've seen this one. This is a classic. This is uh, where Ralph dresses up as a man from space. What do you mean you've seen this? It's brand new. Yeah, well, I saw it on a... Rerun. It's a rerun. You'll find out. You know, Marty, you look so familiar to me. Do I know your mother? Yeah, I think maybe you do.